I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Well, welcome to another episode of Thriving Matters. And listeners, you are going to be totally inspired by my guest today. Vanitha Cowdery has 25 years of work experience that has a rich and diverse canvas of both corporate and entrepreneurial life. You know, her curiosity led her to move from corporate life to her own business. In a venture called Radical Edge Learning Consultants, And she did this not long ago in 2016. You know, Vanitha's aim is to ignite minds, empower their thoughts and coach to make an impact. So on that note, I'm going to say good morning, Vanitha. How are you? You are very, very welcome. Good morning, Carrie. I'm doing really great today. A bright, sunny day in Bangalore in India. And your bright smile on your face is making my day better. So I'm very excited to be with you. Well, we have got a fabulous topic today. I'm really fascinated to explore how you tamed what you call your restless soul. Because as a leader within your own family and then in your workplace and being a female entrepreneur in India, I think this was would probably be one of the most interesting stories I think I've ever heard. So I'm going to say to you, first of all, It's early morning there. So what put a smile on your dial, as we say here in Australia? What do you put, what put a smile on your face this morning or most days when you get out of bed? (laughs) So I think, you know, every day morning when I open my eyes, I feel grateful and excited for the day. And I know there's one more day added to my life and I'm very thrilled with that. And that today carries a call with you and a talk with you, which made me, you know, definitely put a, thousand watt smile onto my face without a doubt <laughs> well it is so nice listeners Vanitha and I know each other um, through a recent conference in Hawaii so we had to actually go way across the the Greenwich Meridian timeline <laughs> to meet each other in the in the Pacific so it is a pleasure absolute pleasure now when I said to everybody you know let's explore how you tamed a restless soul. That's a great description. Help us all understand what you mean by that restless soul. So first of all, you know, this word or terminology which came up like a restless soul or a mind was in 2007 by my yoga teacher. I used to, you know, go for a yoga class and there, there is a pose which is like a dead man, you know, like a dead body. It's called Shavasana. And my teacher, after that particular post, so you can imagine on a, if you're a dead man or a woman, you're like dead, dressing, <laughs> you're not moving at all. And I was one person, my teacher told me, even your eyebrows and eyelids were moving. I could make out you were totally restless and you're such a, such a restless soul. And somehow that tagged on to me. And I started exploring it. Why am I so restless? I, you know, cannot even have like a deep sleep. I know I'm having a very peripheral sleep. 
and what's happening. And when I dug down a bit, I realized, Carrie, that during my childhood, I think at one point of time, I think I was in fourth grade, there was a series of deaths that I witnessed within family, within neighborhood. And that sort of, I think, jolted me saying that, oh my God, you know, you might not be there tomorrow and there's so much you want to do. There's so much to actually do and achieve. And that made me actually very, very restless. And I think that's where this whole restless thing started saying, I want to do more. I want to do all these things. I just want to finish everything today, this moment. And I think that was driving crazy. Uh, so that's where the whole terminology came. And somebody asked me after a few years, isn't that very close to monkey mind? I said, actually, it is not. Because monkey mind, your minds are always over many things. But for me, it is about achieving two, three things, but achieving it right now. So that made me very restless. And even when you're describing that, I can hear a sense of urgency coming out of you, <laughs> even in describing that. And then that's the energy that uh, you give off. So now I'm really even more curious about well, what you've got in place, whether you learnt some new strategies for yourself or how you develop those and whether there were certain things that happened or people who influenced you. So I'm looking at how did you get to be where you are now with this restless soul that you've tamed? So one thing, you know, I realised that being restless, so first of all, thank God for that conscious because I think as a habit, I reflect a lot. Every night before going to bed, I have this habit of reflecting the day what I did well, what I didn't do well, and what I can definitely do better. I think because of the reflective nature that I thankfully had, this rest, being restless just didn't help me. And, you know, in order to achieve a lot more, I ended up taking a lot of projects onto me, a lot of work when I was in corporate. And I was stretching myself to do that in a crazy way. And then I realized that one, I was not doing quality job in many things. Secondly, if I wanted to do that, I ended up, you know, actually stretching myself without sleep. So we're all curious now about how you tamed your restless soul. And were, was there a significant person or something that you read or learned on how you developed some strategies to tame your restless soul to get you from where you started to now owning your own business and realising your dreams? So, Gary, I think as a habit, I... Take time every night before hitting the bed, asking two questions like, what have I done well and what I could do definitely a lot better in terms of my behavior, my work, my thoughts. And I think because of this reflective behavior that thankfully I had from my childhood, I started realizing that being restless definitely was not helping me in any way. Whilst I wanted to do a lot without a doubt, but taking up a lot of work, whether in corporate life or now as a businesswoman, taking a lot of projects and stretching to give that quality work was killing either my personal time or my family time or even my health. And I realized that being restless ain't helping me in any which ways. Mm. And then researching, you know, telling what is this restless mind or soul all about? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it ugly? How is it really going to help? And obviously, you know, Google being Google throws up like amazing kind of work and research. I wasn't actually impressed with any. And I have a friend with whom I was just chatting and he's into mindfulness, spirituality and other things. And while I was talking about mindfulness, he somehow made it from my body language that 
I am not happy, uncomfortable, having that restlessness in me. And he asked me, what's happening? Why are you actually, you know, getting worked up with this? And then we had a long chat. He actually gave me a perspective that you need to then take a call. Is restless your motivation or is it deterring you? And then afterwards, you know, when I started picking up a lot of books on mindfulness, I understood what mindfulness in the last three years, consciously, I have been using mindfulness tools, not in a big way, you know, for a restless soul and mind like me, even meditating with closed eyes for a minute is a huge challenge. And I'm sure the listeners who are, who are able to do meditation for a longer time will understand, look back at their own journey and Carrie, if you've been doing that, it is really a mammoth task for a restless soul like me, even to meditate for a minute. So that's where my journey actually started, where even 30 seconds of closed meditation was a huge challenge for me. And today, I can actually meditate with closed eyes, being with myself for more than 30 minutes without any problem. And that actually tells you the journey that I've taken, the struggles that I've had with myself, challenging myself. But two definite things help me. One is, I don't know if you've heard, Carrie, about this power of pause. Yes. So I didn't do big, big start of the journey. I actually started consciously counting 10, 9, 8, and in, in that order up to 1. And every time someone asked, hey, Vanita, would you like to do this job for me? Or hey, would you know about this? Though I knew about it, I, I could do that job. I always took that pause. And that really, really helped me uh, first making wiser decisions. Second, giving me that pause to calm me down. And second thing what I do is journaling every single thing in my head into it. Mm. So these two really help me. So the moment I start writing, it somehow calms me down. So all my thoughts out and help me segregate as to what I want to prioritize, what I do want to do. And now I understand that being restless definitely does not actually help you because you ain't doing any quality job and you don't get to understand what you want. So these two things, even today I practice, like even for the call with you today, I actually took a pause and wrote, jotted down things that I would like to share that maybe can, you know, uh, inspire and impact people. I love the way you just talked about how you developed your ability to meditate from 30 seconds to 30 minutes and in a way it looks like a timeline doesn't it it looks like a journey from the beginning up to how you are being now and I really I really like that so thank you for sharing those two very important uh, tips and strategies that you've used around pausing and the nature of the pause, particularly like counting back from 10, because it's giving ourselves a chance to reset our breathing pattern and also to move us from perhaps feeling anxious or overly energetic or worried about something. So we get from our emotional brain into our rational brain, which opens up our thinking. So we're not as narrow in our thinking it broadens and builds what we're able to do so I love that and thank you for uh, saying it was a hard journey to learn how to meditate and that's what often we all tell each other now are we doing it right you know we just have to be in the moment I was going to ask you so these two things help you show up each day 
to be the person that you want to be. So you've got some strategies there. Is there anything else that would be part of your toolkit about how you show up each day, who you want to be with all those that you meet and work with? Uh, thanks, Kathy, for that brilliant question. And indeed, uh, I think for me, while I was transitioning and journeying from my corporate life to being a woman entrepreneur, I had a little time in my hand, you see. And I have this habit of reading. I'm an avid reader. And while I was just browsing one of the papers, I came across this beautiful card which says, a sense of purpose is an automatic alarm. Okay, it just wakes you up. And then I started asking myself, what is the sense of purpose of me becoming this female or a woman entrepreneur? Is it to set my company and make a lot of money? No. That answer was very simple and easy for me. And prior to that, I actually read a very tragic incident in the newspaper, local newspaper, which shook me in understanding what should I be doing. And that sort of drew me into my sense of purpose. So whatever I do today, I ask, even a simple job of, you know, having this conversation with you today, what is the sense of purpose for me to do this? Mm. What am I really doing talking to you today? And knowing that helps me really do the job with 200% passion. And I think having that sense of purpose in whatever you do, even the smallest job or the smallest task, I think asking yourself, what's my sense of purpose? What's my purpose of doing this? Really, really guides you. So for me, purpose is my North Star. It guides me. It gives me a sense of what to do. And it definitely wakes me up every day morning with a real, real boost of passion and energy to actually do things. It, and it, trust me, it's a, it's a difficult thing to do as well. It took me a month or two. I wrote God, God knows how many papers I chucked, wrote, crumpled, chucked, wrote, crumpled, chucked. But I think uh, that was worth it. Once I knew what was my purpose, I, it became so easy and getting into the flow. And that's why the days when it is disappointing, when I don't do a good job or I don't get any job, I'm okay. So I tamed my restless soul as well, saying it's okay. It's okay to do sometimes nothing. There's quite a lot of comment now, research and literature around this notion of flow. And I'm really pleased you mentioned it because uh, one of the comments that I've been researching about flow says, you don't control your magnificent side, you let it flow. Isn't that a gem? And I'm just thinking about your restless soul can be your Achilles heel, but it is also your magnificent side. So in putting in place those techniques for using your restless soul in other ways, this brings out your magnificent side. Oh, you brilliantly put it for me, Carrie. I think I'm going to take this and actually write it down and put it on my desk. Now that you tell me and I think back of my journey, I think you're absolutely right. It is indeed. Because flow is the opposite to control. Your restless soul was in a way was controlling what you were able to do or not do or what was blocking you. Flow now is the art of letting things happen. So you go with the flow and you see, and there's that great comment and hashtag that we, we often use, which goes hashtag embrace the detours. So... The journey, the timeline, 30 seconds to 30 minutes, being able to meditate, moving from corporate to entrepreneurship, you've got into your flow and you've talked to us about your resilience even in going back and writing down, verbalising, journaling what it was you thought your purpose was. 
You know, there's a a very interesting book by Gus Mercurio, an American who has done a whole lot of research, and he has called his latest book The Invisible Leader. And The Invisible Leader, he says, is purpose. So I think that works really nicely. And whilst I've got you here, you know, I heard you say a sense of purpose is an automatic alarm. Do you have any other catchphrases or, or mantras perhaps that you may hear yourself utter but you also share with those that you're working with? Actually, there are many, many, Carrie. now that you ask me, you know, there are tons rising in my head, but I'm going to again calm down. <laughs> I'm actually going to practice what I tell you. It's like taking my pause to tell you what stands out for me. I think let me tell one from my own what that I believe in strongly because that is one of my personal values as well, which is kindness. And I always believe that a kind word on your tongue will take you places. Mm. And Carrie, I tell you, you know, everyday experience of my behavior with that. And I have a 10-year-old son, Adrian, and I keep telling him that because sometimes when, you know, he talks rudely and this automatically comes. So, and I think, He's seen me in that as person as well. And when you are in business or in your personal life, a kind word, I mean, you might not even realize, but a kind word from you has actually impacted, inspired, motivated, made somebody happy, given someone hope, made someone feel valued. I actually didn't know all these things, to be very honest with you. By nature, I am kind. And I always have talked nicely to people. But of late, I've started these series of videos. I talk to people. I'm getting so many messages which say, hey, that one day you told me this word and that made me do this and things like that. I've been hearing. And now I really believe that, you know, that a kind word would definitely take you places. (laughs) I love that. A kind word on your tongue will take you places. Uh, that's, That's a quotable quote. That's fantastic. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today, Vanitha. And one of the things we say at the end of our uh, our session, our episode, I just go over a few of the points that you've made today. So listeners, if you've enjoyed what we've heard today, have a think about when do you use pause in your life? Do you have a strategy where you are consciously being in the present, a mindfulness strategy or perhaps a meditation one? Where is your sense of purpose and does it come back to be your automatic alarm for you? And in all of this, Vanitha say, you know, what is your North Star? So our call to action from this episode would be, what is your North Star? And what kind words can you share with those that you bump into within the next week, within the next month, even with those people who you may have got or had a preconceived idea about them. Perhaps it wasn't favourable. So, Vanessa, thank you so much for popping on. I know it's an early morning for you in India this morning. And if our listeners would like to know more about you, what is your best contact? Thank you, Carrie, first of all, for summarising so brilliantly. You again reminded me of my sense of purpose for today. So, thank (laughs) you. The best way to connect with me is uh, LinkedIn. And uh, I am Vanita Chaudhary. So it is V-A-N-I-T-H-A-C-H-O-U-D-H-A-R-I. The best way to find me on social media. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. And listeners, if you'd like to know more about 
what I do, Carrie Benedet, leadership coach, pop on to carriebenedet.com. Don't forget, we always like a thumbs up for the podcast. So that's a great thing to do. It's also very generous and uh, gives us some input that we're around the globe enjoying our own company and your company as well because we know you're there with us. Most importantly though, don't forget to give life and love and your work a red hot shot because your thriving matters. Talk to you soon.